Okay, I'm going to try my level best not to butcher these Korean names. Okay, this is called Yaksha, Ruthless Operation. That is what I understand. And it's a film about an Asian spy. It's, it's an Asian spy type of film. These Keanu Reeves, these type of films where a lot of gun and a lot of fighting sequences take place. And it's really quite appealing to the eye. I recommend it for anyone who likes these type of James Bondy spyish type of films. Because this is really top notch. And I don't think I've seen a lot of and you know, Asian or Korean films with that sort of nature. I even read a little piece of information that this is the most film or most Korean film that a lot of bullets were used in. Like these dudes fired a lot of bullets. A lot of bullets were used. Now, I hope I'm not butchering these names and I apologize to anyone who takes offense because everybody takes offense to everything nowadays. Okay, what is this film really about? Oh, this film is about two guys, in my opinion, from what I understood. One is Kang Ying, or Kang In, if I'm reading the name right. Uh, he's a, a secret NSS operation team leader. National something, security something. He's in Xinjiang, China, of course. His nickname, of course, is Yaksha, like I already mentioned which apparently refers to a fierce ghost who harasses or kills people. This guy is hardcore. Hardcore is in he will achieve his goal by any means necessary. If he ne even if he has to kill your sister to tell you to get you to say something, he will kill your sister as long as he achieves his goal, which is justice. Which which is ironic because by him killing someone who's not actually at fault because he wants information, it's not necessarily justice, it's just plain old murder. But the film has a way of putting it out in such a brilliant way that in the end, after all the people he's killed, you see, man, he deserved to have killed them. They deserve to die because they it's well put together. Like, really well put together. Now, this whole film, like I said about Tuga, and then there's this guy called Ji Hun or Jin Han. Again, apologies for fucking up people's name. Is a prosecutor from Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office. And he's demoted because of some sort of espionage thing where he, he sort of arrested some guy without the proper, you know, the proper paperwork or the proper procedure. Upon realizing this, he sets the guy free because he's a law abiding citizen and he will follow the law even if it risks his career or kills him in the end. So we've got these two protagonists. One doesn't give a rat ass about the law, and one that will do anything to preserve the law. Now they're intertwined in this weird situation, weird scenario, where this prosecutor guy has to travel to China to sort of veto or vet uh, this operation run by Yaksha in China, where it seems to be a lot of mess ups, a lot of paperwork, a lot of messed up things that don't add up. So the authorities in Seoul send him over there to check out what's going on with this operation in attempt for him to, you know, since he's demoted, to, you know, to get his, to clear his name and be back to the top notch of you know, Korean prosecution, stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so he gets thrown into this universal world of epic gunfighting scenes of all time in a Korean movie. Like, I've watched a Korean series called Iris, and them dudes were fighting like nobody's business, but it was nothing compared to this. 
this had no Americans in it, but it was top notch, top quality. The camera work, the cinematography, the action, it was amazing. Amazing for the eye. If you love these type of things, this is for you. And if you don't love this type of things, you will certainly enjoy this either way. Now, personally, I recommend you listen to it. It's original language, so you can enjoy the brilliance of the actors. But if you're those type of lazy people who likes to listen to dub, it has and it offers English dub on Netflix. But I wouldn't recommend that. It just makes the whole story, the whole thing rather a bit empty. But that is entirely up to you. Anyway, he gets into this situation where he has to use his moral compass or throw it out the window in order to survive in a world where guns blazing and everyone dies at every waking moment. Now, this lead protagonist, Yaksha, who leads this black op team, at first tries to get rid of him by drugging him and putting him in a room with a prostitute and calling the police. Somehow, our man escapes and he watches from afar and says, well, I'm impressed. Mr. Law-abiding citizen, I thought you would be arrested, but seems you've got some kahunas up in you. And of course, throughout the whole film, he tries to... The film is two hours long, by the way, like two hours, 30 minutes long. It's really long, but it's really worth the time. The, the half of the film, really, the other guy is trying to dupe the other guy, you know, get out of my business with your law-abiding crap. You have to achieve justice by any means necessary. Of course, in the end, our prosecutor guy knows that, yes, you have to achieve justice by any means necessary. If the bad guys are playing dirty, what's the point of you playing all goody-two-shoes if you can't even arrest them. So you have to play a little dirty too to get the bad guys, which technically makes you a bad guy. It's really morally weird and morally pleasing for the eye to watch as a spectator. Anyway, back to the whole film. So what's happening here is the Japanese have got some sort of spy in every bloody nation and they're using these spies to spy on the Koreans, the Chinese and the Japanese and everything. So there's this guy who leads this operation and he's hiring people, he's threatening people's family, you know, the typical bad guy vibe, like threaten that guy, threaten that guy, threaten their family kill him. So he turns all these good spies like government politicians Police commissioners, everyone in power, he threatens them to kill something or take something from them, and they end up working for him, providing information, helping the Japanese prosper in some sort of way. That is what I understood from the film. Anyway, our two lead protagonists have to take down this baddie, baddie, bad shoes Japanese guy. Veronically speaks English, Mandarin, and Japanese, which is right, and Korean, of course. Four languages, that's quite beautiful. I'm jealous of them. Anyway, these guys go head to head, poking fun at each other, trying to kill each other by any means necessary. But like in any other film, the bad guys tend to sit down, have a cup of coffee, and no one dies until the end of the film when everyone goes guns blazing and they start killing each other. But during the whole film, the two hours, no, they start killing each other the last 15 minutes. But that happens in literally every bloody film. They have coffee, they chat, like everything is okay. In the end, they kill each other, like everything is okay. It's quite interesting how these films do this. 
Just kill the bad guy. The film would end in five minutes. But that's not the point. The point is to entertain you, the spectator. And I was indeed entertained. If I was to rate this, I would give it... A five out of five, or a five out of four. On the pretense, I'm assuming and hoping that there's a sequel of some sort. I don't know, man. The ending did not give me hopes for a sequel, but I wouldn't certainly mind it at all. That's right. In fact, this was so good, maybe they should have made it a series instead of a film. But that's not the point. Anyway, this whole thing about this guy who's, um, like I said, is a Japanese guy and um, he's got his spies all over the place. He's got moles in every situation. And then, of course, this other guy who's supposed to be the the two, the back-timing, two-witted spy who has all the information of all the spies across the girl, the globe. Anyway, his daughter has all this information stored up in some sort of hard drive, yada, 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 you know, all this science-y, techy stuff that I will not waste time with you by telling you. Anyway, in the end, all the information about all the spies in the world gets revealed or uploaded into the internet i'll let you discover that yourself and everything goes out and all the bad guys get arrested and all the spies in all these other countries get arrested as well the baddies goes to jail and the good guys keep on winning that's the whole film without spoiling it too much for you so what would i say to the spectator or the viewer or the listener this is brilliant watch it i recommend it like I've been saying for weeks and months now, the Koreans are the shit. They know how to make entertainment. Like Netflix should just give them their entire movie budget and let them decide what to do. Like they make romance, they make action, they make horror films if you like those, they can make cartoons, they, they can make literally anything. Anything. They're brilliant. Really brilliant. Kudos to them. And I enjoyed this stuff to bits. Asian Spy 007. Kate. There was this Kate thing Netflix did. It was awesome too. Shot in Korea or Japanese. I'm not even, I don't remember. But yes, it's along those lines. John Week, The Equalizer. These guys, these Korean guys have done it. They have done it. They have mastered film. And I applaud them. And I applaud them. I have nothing further and more to say. Go out there and watch this film. You won't regret it. And of course, remember to support this podcast on Patreon. <laughs> Bye anyway. Goodbye. Enjoy the rest of your day.